0: Welcome to Punditocracy, Lawrence.com's politics and culture talk show, where we're proud to announce that we will be doing this week's episode completely sober, in conjunction with our court settlement. If the delirium tremens become too great that I have difficulty speaking, please write for a clarification at poundingthepundit at yahoo.com. If you'd like to see photos of me inserting methadone suppositories into Rush Limbaugh's cavernous, cold-sweating ass, visit our website, www.punditocracy.net. Uh, Rush and I shared bunks in rehab. He, he has the softest hands. Large fingers, though. Very chubby. Stumpy fingers, you might say. Broad fat-knuckled. Yeah, uh... Come balloon extraction time, his drug mule must either be very happy or must have difficulty walking afterwards. Or both. They're not mutually exclusive, I suppose. Uh, Neither here nor there. Joining me, Gavin, on Punditocracy's very first court-ordered, clean-and-sober episode, back in Lawrence, we have no one again. Yeah, since I'm the only one of the pundits who uses Quest for my phone service, I was spared the NSA roundup that my AT&T, Verizon, and SBC using colleagues were not. I warned you not to call your grandma, Galen. But, yes, since we're doing this episode free of prescription painkillers, We'll just have to indulge our transgressive nature through other outlets that won't blow our random piss tests. Therefore, I've instructed my housekeeper, Consuela, to round up prostitutes. And not just any prostitutes, mind you, but the freakiest, leather-clad, Sin City with an NC-17 style prostitutes. You know... Republican poker party prostitutes. And so, if you hear something resembling a stiletto heel being driven into my scrotum and the resulting moan of delicious agony, don't adjust your iPod. But, let's talk about whores. I mean, come on, people. No, I'm, I'm not referring to the lovely young Filipino she-male who will shortly be extinguishing a cigarette into one of my bodily orifices of his her choosing that would be degrading no when I refer to whores I'm of course referring to Bush administration officials and the lobbyists who pay them Uh, case in point recently retired and soon to be disgraced CIA chief Porter Goss Uh, more on him later As if the president didn't have enough substantive policy-based scandals sinking his poll numbers, his poll numbers which, by the way, have been pegged by two different polls now at 31% approval and disapproval numbers in the mid to upper 60s, these are Nixon numbers. No, scratch that, these are Dick Cheney numbers. You may have to reach back to Jefferson Davis for presidential approval numbers this low. Yes, Bush and the Republicans' numbers are tanking. And this is just with the boring scandals. Your run-of-the-mill corruption and incompetency stuff. Snoozeville. Just imagine how low these numbers are going to sink once the hooker scandal breaks. Ah, hookers. The only people in Washington, D.C. who make an honest living. You know, with uh, all the talk of cabinet reshuffling and early retirements in the Bush administration, farewell, Scott McClellan. Farewell, Porter Goss. uh, It makes you wonder if prostitutes are also so eager to spend more time with their families at the end of their careers. And uh, what of exorbitant retirement packages for the world's oldest professionals? I mean, they pump just as much crude through pipes as Exxon CEO. Conversely, Exxon CEO sucks Satan's cock every single day. The parallels are endless. Uh, but yes, since DC streetwalkers easily swallow the biggest workload, I think they deserve a golden parachute. I mean, they've given enough golden showers to earn a golden parachute in my humble opinion. But speaking of getting pissed on, back to Porter Goss. Uh, He was forcibly resigned, if you will, from the CIA recently. Uh, The circumstances surrounding his stepping down are still unclear. uh, Stepping down isn't exactly accurate. It's more apt to describe it as being thrown down a flight of stairs a la Father Karras at the end of The Exorcist. Speculation abounds as to why Goss felt compelled to give up his post as director of the CIA. Uh, turf wars with intelligence czar John Negroponte. Budding heads with Donald Rumsfeld and the Department of Defense's own intelligence gathering apparatus. And, uh, you know, plain old mismanagement. And all of these theories, and more, have been floated. Uh, and... They're all true. Porter Goss had some massive incompetence to live up to following his predecessor, George Slam Dunk in Iraq, Tenet. And boy, did he surpass those expectations. But you have to remember, this is the administration that promoted Condoleezza Rice, who is the uh, national uh, security advisor on September 11th, the greatest lapse in homeland security in our nation's history. Uh, This is the administration that... Just can't stop handing out medals to people that have colossally fucked up. Uh, most recently, Porter Goss, as a matter of fact. And everybody's fave, Don Rumsfeld, for distinguished service. Whatever that means in this administration. It's a very postmodern term, I think. Uh, but, yeah, George Tennant, uh, excuse me, uh, Porter Goss was. Uh, forcibly ejected from his position with little ceremony, little pomp, uh, which is unusual because, like I say, uh, uh, George Tenet, when he resigned, again, uh, George Tenet, he of the... Of course there are weapons of mass destruction in uh, Iraq. Really? Really? it's, It's nothing but net, Mr. President. Go ahead, we got your back. George Tenet, upon his removal, given a Lifetime Distinguished Service medal, so... Looking at this prior record of rewarding and uh, firing upwards uh, those who are massively incompetent, uh, why is it that Porter Goss was shown the door uh, with so little regard? Because uh, obviously your run-of-the-mill incompetence and your uh, run-of-the-mill mismanagement isn't enough. Uh, to get you booted. In fact, like I said, it'll uh, more than likely get you showered with praise. Maybe you have the golden variety, uh, as I'll go into in a second. But something really, really bad must have been going on behind the scenes for Porter Goss to have been uh, um, sacked. And, well, here it comes. Porter Goss, promoted from obscurity... This, this fellow named Kyle Dusty Fago plucked him from this mid-level, um, you know, uh, anonymous CIA post, promoted him to the number three man in the Central Intelligence Agency. Kyle Dusty Fago. And what's, what's with all these stupid-ass Washington nicknames? Dusty Fago, Scooter Libby, Barbara Silver Cunt Bush... I think the president is just very fond of them because he has problems remembering people's names. Uh, but Kyle Dusty Fago, Porter Goss, who was the head of the CIA, uh, his right-hand man. Kyle Dusty Fago would frequently attend poker parties arranged by defense contractors Brent Wilkes and Mitchell Wade. Mitchell Wade, by the way, has been indicted on bribing Duke Cunningham, who will shortly be serving jail time for bribery, uh, Mitchell Wade and Brent Wilkes, defense contractors, were throwing these poker parties that Dusty, Porter's right-hand man, was attending. And at these poker parties, a uh, limousine service named Shirlington Limousines would provide transportation and, in quotes, according to the indictments, entertainment Through various sources, it's been revealed that the FBI investigation of Duke Cunningham has been interviewing prostitutes and other escort services in the Cunningham probes. And so you put two and two together. Hooker's at the poker parties. These poker parties that Dusty was at, along with... And this just adds a whole mysterious sleaze element to the uh, soon-to-be-blossoming scandal. A CIA operative named Nine Fingers, who is named... Dusty because he was missing one of his fingers. So, Nine Fingers and Dusty were at these prostitute-laden poker parties thrown by Duke Cunningham and a couple of indicted defense contractors... Kyle Dusty Fogo <laughs> I can't get enough of saying his name, uh, who was Porter's right-hand man, uh, is soon to be indicted. He's under investigation, and it's coming out now that Porter Goss himself might have been attending some of these parties. Uh, by the way, uh, Sherlington Limousines, who provided the entertainment... Received a $21 million contract from the Department of Homeland Security for transportation services. Yeah, Isn't that convenient? Uh, The CEO of Sherlington Limousines, by the way, has a rap sheet that, and I'm not exaggerating here, is about 60 pages long. Uh, Got a $21 million contract from the Department of Homeland Security. Hell of a background check they did there. About as good as the one they did on Bernard Carrick, who... uh, almost got a prominent post in the Bush administration. Then it turned out, oh, yeah, Um, yeah, he has a uh, love suite with two mistresses that he shares. Again, this is the level of competency that the Bush administration likes to endorse and foster. So, yes, the uh, hooker-poker parties, soon to be another albatross around the Bush administration's neck. And uh, let's not forget, speaking of uh, lobbyist scandals, Good old Jack Abramoff. Jack, uh, who, by the way, produced one of my favorite Dolph Lundgren films back in the 80s, Red Scorpion, it's true, before Abramoff became a Republican super lobbyist, super Jack, as he's known. He was a B-movie producer back in the 80s. Um, Yeah, Abramoff was a star in the college Republicans back in the 80s, along with a young, fresh-faced Jesus-worshipping Ralph Reed who went on to become one of the founders of the Christian Coalition and turned that into a major player within the Republican Party, a major get-out-the-vote-center and conservative base for Republicans. Jack Reed, uh, excuse me, Jack Abramoff and Ralph Reed, the uh, Orthodox Jew and the Evangelical Christian Teaming up To do God's work With the Republican Party Sounds kind of like To setup to a bad joke uh, This uh, Orthodox Jew And the fundamentalist Christian uh, Not Not a, a bad joke Along the lines of A priest and a rabbi Walking to a bar But along the lines of Dead babies Or Holocaust jokes It's that bad uh, But Abramoff uh, Who you know, it's hard to get around his name, and since we've already worked blue for most of this episode, might as well just get it out of the way <laughs> at the top of the story. <laughs> jack Abramoff, whose friends in high school were the ones that didn't call him Jack Off. Uh, no, they preferred calling him Moth Diver because they're his buddies. Uh, Abramoff. Who is facing a slew of legal proceedings around the country. The White House recently released his visitation logs, or at least what they called the official visitation logs, um, all two visits that they claim he made officially, even though by their own um, rough estimate, Scott McClellan's uh, own anecdotal tallying Many more than two visits. But uh, two visits uh, have been officially released by the White House detailing Jack Abramoff's meeting with Karl Rove and another anonymous member of the Bush administration. A lot of people think it uh, might be Ken Millman helping to coordinate and raise money for the uh, 04 re-election. But, yes, look forward to that as well. Abramoff... uh, is probably going to sing and there's probably going to be photos released and none of it's going to be very flattering for the Bush administration. So uh, keep your eyes out for that one. And um, this is something that we'll go into in further detail with next week's episode. And by the way, I uh, hope to have the entire pundit armada assembled. But if those two lobbying scandals and prostitution scandals weren't enough to help... Sink Bush's poll numbers. Uh, Breaking news today, USA Today did a cover story on the NSA illegal domestic wiretapping. Turns out that despite the administration's pledge that it was only, only following known Al-Qaeda members and sympathizers, and only following outbound calls and uh, calls either going to foreign locations and calls coming into the United States from foreign locations. It turns out today that they made a deal with uh, AT&T, Verizon, and SBC to monitor every single call that those companies have logged in the past three years. Uh, Which, by the way, has zero constitutional law to stand on and in fact has been repudiated as illegal by none other than John Ashcroft when he was still in office, although you're not going to hear him say that publicly Um, yeah Quest, the lone holdout uh, probably not for altruistic reasons, more than likely they just wanted to avoid the class action lawsuits That will now be inundating the other three major communication, telecom, industry leaders. Um, Yeah, and who is the architect of the illegal NSA domestic surveillance program? None other but the man who's being suggested replace Porter Goss as CIA head, um, Michael Hayden. Yeah, again... Bush administration keeping it in the family yes the former head of the NSA now being suggested as head of the CIA again we'll be going into more detail on this next week and uh, we'll have more juicy juicy details with which to become depressed about ah yes but moving on to things that don't suck again uh, I'm just one man I can't handle so much sucking, so I'm just going to move on to something that... uh, I I guess we will still be keeping in with the prostitution theme, or I guess anti-prostitution theme with things that don't suck. The new Yeah Yeah Yeah's album came out. Very good. Fine album. It's not quite as rockin' as their previous album, but I still enjoy it. It's more mellow vibe, more mature craftsmanship in the songwriting. Also, something that I'm hoping won't suck uh, Our School Confidential is being released this weekend A film based on a comic strip by Daniel Close One of my literary uh, graphic novel heroes Daniel Close, who uh, did the graphic novel for Ghost World Is reteaming with Ghost World's director Terry Zwigoff, Releasing Our School Confidential uh, From what I can tell, going to be very funny very good However the critics are already having a negative reaction to it Mostly on a moral basis I, I really hate that, that stripe of critic Who disagrees with the movie Because it's just so mean spirited Another one of my uh, favorite films of the past few years Rules of Attraction um, Very dark, dark, dark comedy Also assailed for being Oh it's too dark You just don't like any of the characters. You you don't have to. If it's funny, it's funny. Satire. Not always cuddly. But yeah, our school confidential. uh, I've heard from some critics that I trust that it should be pretty good. Time will tell. So, oh, relating to something that didn't suck in uh, last week's episode, the new Pearl Jam album, which I was predicting wouldn't suck. In fact, doesn't suck. Yes. The Things That Don't Suck. Scorecard, one for one. Uh, Yeah, also good news, the Pearl Jam album debuted at number two on the Billboard music charts. Very happy about that. And uh, here's something that... uh, Not really something that doesn't suck, but uh, sort of a follow-up to something that didn't suck from a few episodes ago. I made reference of... Nintendo's DS system, their uh, touchscreen Game Boy, essentially, and how, you know, it's great that Nintendo has finally released a genital-controlled console. So, ha ha, ha uh, uh, However, little did I realize, apparently somebody in uh, Nintendo's marketing division was listening and decided, hey, this is a great untapped market. And so... Nintendo has decided to name their next console, which was codenamed the revolution, Wii. Yes, Nintendo's next home console is called Wii. They went and named the (laughs) the next console iteration, and you can take your choice here, either after um, a euphemism for a penis generally referred to on babies, or for the act of urination. Uh, either Nintendo is colossally stupid in their corporate decision making process, or uh, they're just some kinky bastards. And they are Japanese, so these this is the land of the soiled underpant vending machine, so who knows? The, this could be a genius Corporate marketing masterstroke I don't know Uh, I'm of course looking forward To purchasing the item And walking up to the counter The day it's released With a Wii in my hand (sighs) Yeah But Again Not necessarily something that doesn't suck uh, Or something that does suck It is a, a, a follow up and uh, time will tell whether people are eager to own a Wii sitting atop their home entertainment unit. But, well, I've, uh, I've been rambling long enough. Uh, again, join us next week on Punditocracy when we hope to have a full crew. I'm not promising anything, but at least more than myself prattling incessantly about things that no one cares about. In the meantime, I hope everybody enjoyed. Please visit the website www.punditocracy.net. Visit, blog, leave a comment. We look forward to hearing from you. Or drop us a line at poundingthepundit at yahoo.com. This has been Gavin, solo pundit. I swear, next week, my insufferable self will be joined by other insufferable self.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs>